Welcome to the show tomorrow. A couple of things. We do have a Heroes Breakfast at Scramblers. If you're a veteran, uh, veterans get free breakfast. Delta Roofing, Serenity Honors, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical, and Scramblers making that possible as we broadcast live tomorrow, 6 a to 9 a, and then at 10 a.m. Half price deal for 25 bucks. You get a $50 gift card to Fun Mountain at Big Cedar Lodge. Some people have asked in the past. Uh, but do you have to be staying at Big Cedar Lodge to go to Fun Mountain? No. I've actually never stayed at Big Cedar Lodge, but I have been to Fun Mountain a couple of different times. And uh, if you've not been there, there's great. There's an arcade. There are sort of go-kart-style bumper things. There is a bar and a restaurant. There's a bowling alley. So there is stuff uh, if you are just adults or if you are kids or if you are adults with kids. You can sit in the bar area and watch a game or bowl or do whatever while the kids go off and do their thing. So it's just a real fun uh, thing to do, a fun place to go. And at 10 a.m., again, a $50 gift card for $25, and I'm sure those will go fast. So I want to um, be on top of that. Another reason to have the KSGF app, if you have notifications turned on, you'll get a heads up before that does go live, which I know you know what time it is, but it's always helpful to have that extra little reminder. We're going to get the latest news update and then Christy Fulnecki with us. I'm Nick Reed. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The Springfield Business Expo returns today for the first time in six years. At the event, they'll be showcasing more than 85 vendors, and there will be a seminar session from local industry leaders, as well as trade shows for networking and recruiting. It'll be held at the Expo Center from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets are $10 at the door. A jury was unable to reach a verdict in an excessive force lawsuit brought by a Springfield man against an SPD officer. Devin Ledbetter accused Officer Brandon Hell of using excessive force when arresting him in 2020. According to his attorney, Ledbetter was at a homeless camp and had an encounter with the police officer when he came out of the tent with a knife in his hand. Ledbetter sued the SPD officer for $8 million in damages. Without a verdict, Ledbetter and his attorney are looking at a retrial. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. 70% chance of uh, scattered showers throughout the day. Today, high of 74, 66 tonight. 70% chance of afternoon showers Friday with a high near 75. Then rain Saturday with a high of only 59. Christy Volnecki. Good morning, good morning. And to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Sarah's the boss over here. She needs a raise. She's doing a couple different jobs this morning. I know. Every day. She won't stop talking about it, too. She's like, <laughs> every every, right. every time I, I catch her rummaging through someone's <laughs> desk, she's like, it's my way of getting a raise. That's right. It's her justification for it. Uh, Deserve it. I'm like, how many post-it notes does one person need at home? Oh, post-it. I'm sticking it to the man, you know? She is, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll get it one way or another. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was a good one. One post-it note at a time. That's right. Oh, man. That's right, I will. I'm telling you. 
Whoa. Well, we have a lot going on in the news, right? A little bit. I know. I know when we, Trump was in office, we didn't even know what to talk about. We were just sitting here yeah. talking about how great America was. Yeah, we're talking about like, good businesses. Good news after good yeah. news. And- talking about you know the press releases <laughs> from companies that were giving out bonuses, that were expanding, that were creating uh, higher paying jobs. Uh, yeah. you know, Fighting uh, crime, yeah. secure border. Peace in the Middle East. Yeah, those Abraham Accords, NATO allies uh, for the first time pitching in more financially. Uh, I mean, it was a rough go. Thank goodness the adults (laughs) in the room are back in charge. Thank goodness the steady hand uh, that that, uh, is respected by the world is back in charge. It's just so much better. Yeah, I know. Liz Cheney and uh, Nicole Wallace, I heard her. Well, we've got an author of the week today, in fact, we're talking about oh, Iran okay. and the policies of Iran. And, and uh, we'll, there's, we'll talk about this to some degree. But these these rewriting of history and Nicole Wallace on MSNBC and, and again, Liz Cheney made echoed remarks that, you know, we're just thank goodness Trump isn't president right now because like if when Trump was president, these things did not happen. That's right. Thank like, goodness, oh, what, because th- the world th- would be falling apart. Oh, what, so you what, like what, Yeah, what is chaos? it what is it you prefer about is it the like Jewish babies having their heads cut off? I mean, when Trump was president, none of that stuff happened. Thank goodness he's not it's what they act like he's not been president and we haven't seen the results of we heard this when it came to um Putin's invasion of Ukraine as well. They're like, well, you know, and even Trump sometimes would fall into the trap saying, well, if I was president, this wouldn't have happened. There is no if I, you were, and it didn't happen. We've already lived this, you know, and it wasn't in a vacuum. And it's just the, 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 the world that we're living is the world that the left claimed Trump would cause. Yeah. This is what they said would happen if Trump got elected president. And we got further away from this world. And then Biden, of course, gets in. And when you openly say, we are going to do everything the opposite and undo all of the policies. Well, when you undo policies that brought about peace, guess what's going to happen? This is this is what's going to happen. Well, it just shows, goes to show you that the Liz Cheney's of the world, they care more about politics than they do hurting people and hurting america and americans and they care more about that than the crisis that we're having i mean i was trying to search like war prepping what else would you do during a war i mean because after our friend you know karen williams when she sent us that video of that colonel and uh, that Tucker Carlson was interviewing. Mm-hmm. I was so scared after I watched that well, and about well. Iran getting involved. Oh, yeah. And then Russia. I thought, okay, so I need water. I need, obviously, food. I have some of that stuff, but emergency kits. I mean, it's scary. It's scary. Thank, thank goodness the adults are back in charge. I, mean, <laughs> I know. That's right. The, the experts instead of those idiots in the Can Trump they do anything right? I mean, everything they touch. Best quote ever. Total- I, I, I'm when I'm telling you, I wish th- this is what I would do if I were a billionaire. Right. Yeah. I would buy billboards all over this country and it would just be one quote. Never underestimate the ability of Joe to F things up. Barack Obama. <laughs> that is the most true thing. That you Barack say that Obama, quote every day because it's I so know. true. It is. I know why it is every, of all the things people thing. spend money on. Why it is that no one buys billboards to say that? Just to really do it and put the KSGF logo right at the bottom. Yeah, Yeah, right. 
Well, we don't have money. Well, you need you need lights. <laughs> One after, wish. You, after you get your lights, you can do that. Oh, we are actually getting new oh, lights. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Okay. Maybe after that. Yeah, we'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah. But because <laughs> it, it puts in... So here's the thing. And the reason the idea of putting that Obama quote on billboards, I think is important, is because even when that was first revealed that he said that, and this was when... I think it was during his presidency that this was revealed. The instinctual inference from that is, oh, he's just a goofy idiot, right? But when you realize, no, wait, that meant something much more. I mean, he really, whether he meant it or not, was really reflecting on Joe Biden effing things up. And I think even those, even I underestimated his abilities. I know, that's right. I knew the I know. economy would result in the way that anyone with a brain understands it's going to result when you start, you know, pumping new money in and, you know, everything that was done. And when you start clamping down on energy, I mean, all of these things you knew were going to happen when you open the border and yeah. tell people, come on back in, you, you know what's going to happen. I think I underestimated, though, that we would be right here on World War III, where we have Iran actively uh, right now, as you know, in the, over the last several days, launching attacks against U.S. personnel, military bases in Iraq. When you have, uh, you know, and now we found out that they actually were physically training these terrorists in Iran in yeah. the weeks prior up, and uh, this total complete mess that we're in. Uh, I don't. I think I underestimated. Just like Biden told or Obama told us, don't underestimate Joe's ability to have things up. I think that billboard should be everywhere. And it's interesting. You hear all these experts warning of the dangers of Iran and then about Russia, but then all of these experts are not in the White House. <laughs> Nobody is part of the cabinet. I mean, so you have a bunch of idiots sitting there, and the people that are warning of the dangers are not part of that group. This is my new, yeah. Yeah. No, new t-shirt idea. That, that quote. Yeah. Last That's week. A good idea. That is. Yeah, Last week should. I had the t-shirt idea of having just to drive people on the left nuts. Yeah. Trump's mugshot and then Martin Luther King Jr.'s mugshot. And then I don't I don't know that Nelson Mandela had a mugshot, but a picture of him either, you know, arrested or put in jail. <laughs> and have Trump with all of the other freedom fighter civil wow. rights icons that the establishment has put in prison. I would have that I have that shirt. That would just drive them insane. I think you should do it. Let's drive them absolutely insane. But I also the quote: "We need to have those shirts." I know the person that can do it. I just need to do have, see if we can get it done. But that quote: "Never underestimate Joe's ability to have things up." Barack Obama. All right. Well, let's do it. All right. Okay. Boom! 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 <laughs> Christy Volnacki with yes. us. We are on uh, Facebook Live. Just search 1041 Nick Reed. That's sponsored by Springfield Wraps. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna just here before I go to our next subject with Christy Volnecki. Okay. Here's part Am of the I here, here, okay. yeah. Here's okay. part of the brilliance of my idea to have bil- the billboards that have Obama's quote: "Never underestimate the ability of Joe to f things up." One because there are probably a majority of Democrats have no idea that Barack Obama ever said that. Because oh, the mainstream yeah, media, the the places that they get their news, they're never they yeah. never report on that. So they probably have no idea. So what's that going to make them do? 
they are going to, in an attempt to prove to themselves that, well, that's obviously not true. They're going to look it up and they're going to have to find out that it was true. <laughs> I know, that's right. And I think also it's not just uh, left wing supporters, but I think a lot of, you know, just your, uh, you know, maybe voted Trump, maybe voted Biden. They aren't hardcore one way or another. They also don't know that that was said. And that's because of where they get their news as well. And so for people that it might make a difference um, in that and they look it up and be like, oh, my gosh, even Obama, knew, you know, and I so I think it almost gives people who still want to give benefit of the doubt permission to be yeah. like, oh, he is an F up. If even Obama has said that you can't underestimate his ability to F things up. It gives them permission. It's almost like a permission slip that, well, if Obama is recognizing that, then I think it's okay for me. Yeah, you know? it's perfect timing yeah, to do it right now. Yeah, that's what I as, do. as America's burning to the ground. I just, there, there are a yeah. lot of these things I'd do if I had unlimited money. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Tax the rich well, <laughs> and yeah, give it to me. Right, yeah. um, well, you got to talk about Johnson. I mean, how exciting is this? Oh, and hey, I by the way, watch. You, yeah, we, oh, we, go we've got it seven thirty-five. Okay. Eric Burleson. Okay. Okay. Am so, I calling him? Uh, most likely. Okay. I imagine so. Uh, we'll so get his thoughts on Eric Congressman Burleson. Oh, Eric. Yeah. Our so, Congressman, yeah. So sorry. he'll he'll be he'll be around seven thirty-five. Oh, awesome. So we'll get his thoughts and takes. Uh, it, a lot of it because I don't think anyone saw this coming outside. The average American, some not paying attention, or it was like every single day, all right, here's the next guy, and then they would get behind closed doors and vote, like, okay, he's the one, and then on his way out the, the door, or two hours later, he's like, ah, never mind, I'm not going to do it. I know, so like, what happened I, here? What 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 was it that about this guy that made all of the Republicans say- Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, and, and maybe and some I, of it was they're just exhausted of this and like, okay. Well, okay, so I've been saying for a month on the show how healthy it is for us to have oh. this fighting, right? And I think it's been great. All the Republican pundits said this is a disaster- and, you know, from conservatives to rhinos, they were all upset about this. And I was like, you know, we need change because America is totally different than what's reflective of the leadership of the Republican Party. So I think this is so exciting. And um, he went to LSU. So oh, that's all exciting. Right. <laughs> but, I, I love this. Yeah. This is just so perfect. Okay. So yeah. I, I have two tweets here. Okay. This is from the Twitter account. Or uh, I guess I don't know if this was tweeted out. You know that uh, Biden, his campaign, they they got a truth account. I don't know if you know this. What? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I didn't know that. That's Trump's um, <laughs> yeah. his uh, social media. Yeah, deal. social media. All right. Now this first was a statement from the Biden White House regarding the election of Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House. Jill and I congratulate Speaker Johnson on his election. As I have said, when this process began, whoever the speaker is, I will seek to work mm -hmm. with them in good faith on behalf of the American people. This is a principle I've always held to and that I've acted on delivering major bipartisan legislation on infrastructure, outcompeting China, gun reform, veterans care. I restated my willingness to continue working across the aisle. <laughs> after we, uh, so it goes on and on. He congratulates. This is, you know, he cannot wait to start working. He's always been that principle working together. Also a tweet from the Biden-Harris campaign. Biden-Harris statement on new MAGA speaker. 
MAGA Mike Johnson's ascension to the speakership cements the extreme MAGA takeover of the House Republican Conference. Now Donald Trump has his loyal foot soldiers to ban abortion nationwide, lead efforts to deny free and fair election results, gut Social Security and Medicare, and advance the extreme MAGA agenda at the expense of middle-class families. 22, four day, or 22 days before Congress must act to avoid government shutdown and so forth, so forth, so forth, totally trashing on him. Wow. So if this is not just the absolute, and this will be ignored That's by the typical, media, yeah. but here on one hand, there's such lying pieces of trash that it doesn't <laughs> yeah. bother them to on the same day, one release a statement saying, I'm going to work. I, I'm a principled person. And part of, of who I've always been as a principled person is working across the aisle. And I look forward to working together with him. And then on his campaign uh, a tweet, just ripping on you know, this guy as being a MAGA extremist that's going to do all these horrible things to the country. I, it just, well, you know what? I wonder if they even know that they did that. Well, Biden, I'm <laughs> well, sure no, doesn't. But I, no, I know. But I'm just saying they're so unorganized and incompetent. It wouldn't surprise me if those two people didn't know that those statements came out. I mean, it's such a train wreck. Literally, uh, as I say every week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which but, you know, is, I mean, where Johnson, is I mean, I am. Yeah, really. Um, so I think I'm really excited about this guy. I, his, his, um, I don't know if you heard his, his speech that he gave, um, very articulate and somebody that's actually a constitutional lawyer, which are not many around the United States, um, but very religious and kind of, uh, to me, when he was speaking, you could hear him, um, talking about that this is his calling and that they were chosen for this time. Well, he's clearly then, a right-wing Jesus I, freak. I and so Well, you can we, tell we should like, all be everybody very afraid. said, I mean, the squad had a complete meltdown. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and I I'm like, once I heard that, I, yeah. I said, I don't need to know anything about him. If they had a meltdown, then I'm for him. <laughs> uh, Mike Johnson acknowledges God's plan and speakership victory. So, of course, now, uh, it, it, this means he's a nut, and we should all be very afraid. Yeah, which we is should awesome. all be very, very which afraid. Is, yes. Which America, this is who we want to be our speaker. Like this, an, yeah. uh, Red State has a story. Uh, Anti-Israel members of the squad aren't going to like Mike Johnson's first move as Speaker of the House, and that's because what he's going to do. He's he, he's vowed anyway uh, mm -hmm. to bring forth a bill supporting Israel while condemning Hamas. And of course, the, I I've said some time ago, and that that. This has put Democrats in a very uncomfortable position of condemning terrorism because they have some members that are openly supportive of Hamas terrorism. I mean, they, yeah. they, and this, I, these sob squad members have been right there, and I'll give this to them. They're not backing down. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're At staying. least they're consistent. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Uh, uh, I want to play. There's a couple bits of audio. One, I thought I did think this was so. This was funny. So. Mike Johnson, uh, this is after the vote, he's at the podium and he's surrounded by Republicans and they're all in a very good mood. And, uh, yeah. you know, you, they're, he's answering questions. Yeah, very and, exciting. Yeah. And, and, you know, the questions are, well, what's your first thing you're going to do? And, and the reporters are asking, you know, these and, well, how many votes did you know what the final vote count was? And there was, you know, kind of some jovial back and forth uh, joking. And then, then this, and if you can't hear the question, I'll, uh, it's a reporter that's like, now you were one of the leaders in trying to overturn the 2020 election. <laughs> what do you think? And this is the, re the response uh, of the Republicans around us. Can you help lead the efforts to overturn the 2020 election results? Shut up! Shut up! 
Now, you were one of the le- – there's visually – of course, you see these people and you don't know who most of them are. Yeah. One of the Republican members of Congress, she looks like somebody's grandmother or great-grandmother. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, shut up! She, <laughs> it was – just shut up. She's standing like right up there by the podium. And she's just disgusted. But it was so funny because oh, they're all awesome. enjoying themselves. And then you got this reporter that's like, and they're just, oh, come on. Shut well, you up know, I, what I really liked is that he was talking about standing by your principles, but also that he was the leader of all of them and about bringing people together. I mean, and truly, and I'm telling you, this guy is very sharp. I'm just hearing him speak. He's very impressive. And um and I love that he mentioned God. I mean, that's what that's right. what America was founded on. I mean, and and for the for all the other um you know, taking God out of school and all the politically correct things that you know that we've gone through that you can't even have a conversation with somebody. I mean, how's that working for you? Right. How is it with the you know you're talking about the college campuses? Like, oh yeah. And I semi. How's all this going for you? So I mean, it's not going to hurt to put God anywhere. <laughs> like, don't kill people. Yeah. Don't harm people. Those Ten Commandments I mean, are pretty brutal. Yeah. Right. I mean, it can't get any worse. You might as well try something else. I, and I still marvel at the. The the uh, just shock that people have, like how how is it that all these students are so anti-Semitic, and then you have professors that speak, and they're like, all the Jews should burn in hell, and like, gee, I wonder, I can't, I, I, I can't figure out where is it that this anti-Semitism is get? Oh, I know, because they're being paid oftentimes by your tax dollars, yeah. in order to preach that hate. I the one story where you had in one of the universities. Uh, make all of the Jews stand up, raise their hand, and and stand in the corner, telling them this is what your people are doing to the Palestinians. And I, it's just I, see, I had no idea oh, yeah. that that well, was going on. Well, of course, because I, the new outlets like the news leader are too busy writing stories about Islamophobia and how awful it is in this country. Yeah, and you know, people, though they can't yeah. cite specific examples to this extent. Yeah, and people always say, "What can I do to change what's going on in the country?" If you are an alumni of one of these universities, yeah. you get involved with this and shut this down. I'm telling you, when that, remember like 10 years ago or eight years ago with the Mizzou professor when they were having, remember that whole controversy? Yeah, I do remember. The, I, don't, I don't remember what it was were, over, but I remember it occurring. Yeah, they were, um, it was against um, minorities and it was some mm. against, I think, black people and they were having some rallies um, and it was, you know, some big racist thing and then mm. she got mad at a student reporter was getting in the face of the student report. So anyway, you know, it was her trying to support hate, the professor at Mizzou. And I mean, I was so upset as alumni. Oh, and right. I really think that hurt Mizzou. I think there ended up it being It did for some, a bit, yeah. There, yeah, there was yeah. a real decrease. And in, in I know Enrollment there was a very stuff, concerted yeah. effort to turn around. we got to take a break. Oh, okay. We're going to have Congressman Burleson oh, yeah, 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 on yeah, here in okay. a few minutes. Chrissy Fulnecki with us. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast, uh, rain scattered showers through the day, high of 74, slight chance tonight, 66 for a low, 70% chance of afternoon showers tomorrow, 75 uh, cooler, 59 on Saturday, 
with rain throughout the day, Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, with the fall weather means that unexpected home repairs may pop up around your home, but have no fear because I have the name of a company that can help you out with all of those unexpected home repairs, and that is Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S, and they specialize in home repairs and maintenance. They do everything from vapor barrier installs, sump pump installs, uh, mold remediation, water restoration, you name it, Beatles Property Maintenance can probably help you out with it. So whenever an unexpected home repair pops up, don't have any fear. Just call Bruce and the Beatles Property Maintenance Team. Now you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and his team under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. All right. So uh, yesterday uh, we got a new speaker of the House. Congressman Burleson is with us. And uh, just a heads up, Christy Fulnecki's here. So... Oh, hey, great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Congressman, what'd you just say? Yeah, you heard him, you heard him. <laughs> hey, it's fun to be on with you. I don't think we've been on at the same time. Yep. No, this is this is I'm excited. And the world the world is a better place for it. All right. Uh, Amen. Right. Well, <laughs> yesterday uh most of America for the first time was introduced to this congressman from Louisiana as as he got this vote. My I, my first question is what was the difference between him versus the others? What occurred? From this seemingly impossible, it doesn't matter who behind closed doors gets the quote nomination, they're hardly out the door before they drop out because they realize how things are going to play out versus what happened here where it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we vote. Oh, yay, it's done. What what, what, what was the difference there? So the, the distinction is that in an environment where you've only got, you have to get unanimous consent basically to get stuff done and to get and to be voted as speaker. You can't have a single enemy in the room. You can't. Okay. You can't have climbed over somebody, or you know what I'm saying, like right. or voted against their bills, or done something to to anger anybody because they are going to take it out on you on the floor or in the in the vote. And so, that being the dynamic, I I, I remember I was having conversations with the the moderate members of the freshman class from New York, and we and I said, look. We have to what, – what, what, the way this is really going to have to work is conservatives need to put together a list of people that we will not oppose. We're not going to take that. And you guys need to put together a list, and then we can, like, Venn diagram that and figure out who is the least offensive to, to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that – I mean, that's how the logic has to work. Right. And I think that – I. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I think that the conference kind of came to that conclusion yeah. eventually. And so, uh, and I would say of that group, you had probably it was Mike Johnson, Byron Donalds, and uh, Kevin Hearn that were the least offensive. Mm -hmm. Those names kept coming up again and again because even Democrats from New York, like Byron Donalds of that group is considered the most conservative. Actually, Kevin Hearn's voting record is the most conservative of the group. But and Byron was a member of Freedom Caucus, or is a member of Freedom Caucus, and that ha comes with it a little bit of baggage. Got it. But um, but the moderates really like Byron Donalds, and what they like working with him. They think mm -hmm. he's a an honest broker. So there was a, so it really kind of broke. It got down to those 
three, and then mm-hmm. some people that have been here forever jumped in, threw their their name their name in, and and they quickly uh, were at the bottom of the voting yeah. pool, and it ended up becoming Mike Johnson. And I'll tell you, I've known him before I before I got elected. Um, mm-hmm. He and I used the same consulting firm, okay, and then we ended up using the same television firm to do our our TV. Uh, commercials because I saw, and I picked them because I saw his commercial in Louisiana for Congress. Mm. And I immediately thought, I really like this guy Mm. and the commercials do a really good job. It's very family oriented, family friendly. And, um, and then I asked Axiom to put me in touch with Mike because I asked him, I said, can you get put me in touch with somebody who's kind of like me, who has, young kids or preteens and, and can, can, that I can talk to This was when I was in the decision-making process. Got it. And so they, they put me in touch with Mike. He and I had a long conversation on the phone and, li- and literally talked about all of the, you know, uh, nuts and bolts of what it's actually like to be, you know, to commute and live up here and, and, and have, have your family right. back in the district. So he's a good he, he was a good friend to me early on. Well, that's well, it's good to hear in terms of character. And when you talk about and others, you know, will note um, sort of the, the compromise nature in terms of, I guess, likability, if you will. Sometimes people fear that that means uh, conservative values took a back seat. But it sounds as if people who I, I've heard some say, well, if you like Jim Jordan, then you're going to like Mike Johnson. Is that accurate? That is very accurate. Okay. Now, I would say uh, they're both very, very godly Christian men. Mm. Um, Mike Johnson quotes scripture all the time. It's just part of his nature. Mm. So he's um, extreme. He is a, <laughs> he's an extremist then. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how dare he believe? Um, and if you watched his speech yesterday, he was not, he was not afraid to um, make references to uh, God's, yeah. God's will in his life. Um, that being said, on the conservative scale, so I, I use uh, CPAC's ratings. If you've never been there, it's ratings.cpac or conservative.org. And it's a way to like look at every lawmaker's voting record. And there's other sites that do it too. But Mike Johnson, he's rate, like for, to give you an idea, Jim Jordan at one end is ranked as a 100% voting record over a lot, like the, 10, 12 years he's been in office, which is, it's not, it's biblical. Like that right. is a, that's an amazing voting record. I have a 98.7% lifetime rating, which is the best in the state of Missouri. Mm. And on, on of any elected official in office today, I'm proud of that. Um, then, but Mike, so Mike Johnson has a 92. Okay. So, you know, but I would say this it's too. Let's let's compare that to Kevin McCarthy. Oh yeah, seventies. Uh, Tom Emmer in the seventies. These Khalif in the seventies. So this having somebody that is, I think, pretty darn. This he Mike Johnson is the most conservative speaker that oh, we awesome. probably have ever had. Well, that's positive, and I I am getting this sense, and here's what I think is, as the, of course, Democrats are out of the gate. He's horrible, worst thing in America. We were laughing earlier because uh, the, the Biden administration sent out an official statement about, 
you know, they're congratulating him. They can't wait to work with him as part of, uh, you know, his his deep beliefs that uh, uh, that uh, as president uh, that uh, it's important to to work with him and reach across the aisle. But then at the same time, they sent out the Biden campaign um, uh, sent out a statement about how horrible he is, and he is a foot soldier of Trump. And he's <laughs> it was like to, to it was a schizophrenic approach. But Democrats, it doesn't matter who the person is. Of course, they're going to label him as some sort of of extremist. But I get this sense that what they may fear about him is he at least seeming at this point comes off as likable. He's he has a very um, gentle type approach a very comforting approach and this is based on my very very genuine yes genuine very genuine authentic he doesn't seem like he's a politician i i guess and i Mm -hmm. i think that they recognize that and i believe that that has got to worry them uh that he may actually be somebody that the american people see and go well i you know i trust this guy yeah, he's he's very much like my style of public speaking, mm-hmm. which is 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 um, you're not you're not if you if you dismiss the idea that you're trying to give a great public speech, mm-hmm. and you just come to and you just decide I'm just going to talk to the people to the audience. Right. I'm just going to talk to them. That's the style, and when you do that, you're kind of opening the kimono a little because you're just opening up who you are right. and you're going to go with where the conversation goes. Yeah. And, the, and that's uh, Mike Johnson. He's a really good guy. I, I was, um, it's one of those things where you don't picture them in that, mm-hmm. in that moment until it's, until it happens. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it like, absolutely I, does. I, he, he wasn't my, my top pick. But frankly, I'm thrilled with this outcome. Great. I really think it's awesome. I have a little bit of a funny back uh, roof story for you. If yes, you want, please. If you have time. So during the voting rounds, we get down to Tom Emmer, and this is famous. So I'm not leaking anything, but because um, Tom Emmer had had barely he barely won the vote, and he's he's going forward. Um, he says, you know, let's have a confirmation vote and I want to do it by roll call. So there's, there were about 28 people that would not say his name. And so he's into that. And, and he said, let's, let's, those of you that, that didn't say my name, stick around. We'll have a conversation. I stuck around and I was sitting with him and, or near him. And we were all in this huge we took all the chairs and the 30 something people, we all kind of made a big circle like Sunday school and, and, and yeah. And started talking and people were just basically telling Tom personally, like directly why they couldn't vote for him. And, and so he's trying to make an appeal, trying to win over 28 people. And in the middle of it, somebody texts me, Donald Trump's tweet. Have you seen his tweet? I don't. I don't know about if I saw Tom Emmer. Uh, I don't remember if I did or not. I'll remember once I mean, you tell what he said. I mean, literally in the middle. He called. Like he tweets out that he is a global rhino, rhino, oh, or globalist that's rhino. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I. I mean, it was, a, and it was a long rant right. about how Tom Emmer is not. Is not. He's a never Trumper. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
and he and I, I'm and Tom, if you know Tom Emmer, he's one of the funniest guys mm-hmm. up here. He's he's a really I like hanging hanging out with him. He's a he's a really good guy. He's from Minnesota. He's my in my sister in law, brother in law's uh, congressman, mm-hmm. and he and I love to talk about Minnesota stuff. But but man, yeah, he has got he at one point in time went crossways with Donald Trump, and Donald Trump went to town on, on true so social. Awesome. <laughs> so I, I see it on my phone and I'm sitting next to Emmer's uh, staffer and I go, and I just t- take my phone and I hand it over to him. And he's like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's and, and then he, he took, he took his phone, he found it and then he took it to Tom in front of the whole group. And it was like that moment it reminded me of the moment when not this is kind of a little solemn, but where where George W. Bush is right. talking to the group of kids mm-hmm. and somebody brings him really bad news. Right. And suddenly you just see it. That's that's it. Yeah. Wow. Kind of that's kind of what happened. So that um, explains why I, I imagine uh, in the news cycle, it seemed like just moments after it was announced that he had gotten that quote nomination vote that he dropped out. Uh, it, I mean, it's just it's, yeah. like when bikes. So, so that was what occurred Be- because it happened so fast. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think that the distinction was that Jordan had more votes for, and fewer people yeah. against yeah. him than Emmer. And when Emmer emerges and he has more people who are saying they're not going to vote for him on the floor. So you, you got to take that into consideration and then that, then the moment I think that Donald Trump tweeted that, that was probably, it. yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, I, 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 I feel better with the insight that you've provided about the, uh, the direction things. It sounds like without question, it's at least better than it has been. And perhaps ever in terms of having somebody that is conservative as speaker. And, uh, I imagine many of our listeners will as well. Congressman Burleson, it's always a pleasure. Thank you, Nick. All right, you bet. Have a great rest of your day. We're going to Christy. Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> good <laughs> to hear you. We'll have to get together. <laughs> yes, we will. Keep fighting for us. We need you. I will. Thank you. All right, you too. <laughs> All right, we're going to get a uh, traffic update here. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Dollar Building Company, Woodvale, brand new subdivision, and that is Golden Weaver. If you have not swung by there, you'll notice it, of course. Beautiful subdivision, Aller uh, signs. You'll see those out and about. Some of those homes are for sale. Builder incentives. So if you are in the market for a brand new home, and then, uh, of course, you've got the Aller Building Company showroom floor to help you uh, finish it up with those uh, personality touches the the color schemes the fixtures and countertops and so forth that's all our building company the wood uh, veil subdivision golden and weaver with builder incentives and you can get all the information you need reach out to all our building company o-l-l-e-r under nick's endorsements ksgf.com christy vilnecki is with yes, us yes yes that was great right I'm, yes. the one, I'm the one who's supposed to be doing the complimenting here you and, and I'm the one who's supposed to be complimented. So you and what? Congressman Burleson having that conversation, complimenting one another. No, no. This is my show. Okay. I do this. 
I was quiet when you were talking. I was like, so what, what is, you hey, have to give I, me that. I'm You're here, doing everyone. Great, sweetie. <laughs> I'm the host, everyone. <laughs> Two of you off having your own show. I don't need any of that. Hey, I wanted to play some audio because oh, yeah. I, I, there are Americans that are waking up to what I believe really truly is an anti-Semitism problem within the Democrat Party. Not yeah. that all Democrats oh, yeah. are anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. but there, there really is a problem there, an anti-Jewish problem that some members are very comfortable displaying. And we, and we certainly are seeing young left-wing activists on college campuses yeah. being, they, they not only are not ashamed, but they feel virtuous in it. And I played this audio before, but I think it's mm-hmm. so relevant right now. Back in 2012, the Democratic National Convention. Now, we see on television the the evening, there's like four evenings and the speakers, but right, the right. convention, there's a lot of other things that go on, including voting on platforms. And there had been a change made within the Democratic platform that removed some of the sort of pro-Israel language. And so some Democrats that were more normal found that to be problematic. And so there was a, he was, he was a delegate. He was actually a, a, a Methodist minister that was a delegate at the convention. And he had, he wanted to have th- those things put back in. And so he had submitted um, the, the, the effort to put back in among other things, Israel's right to defend itself and Jerusalem is the capital and so forth. Now, you would think that would be a no-brainer, but I want to play for you the audio mm. of how that played out. And this is at, at the the uh, the podium presiding over this is the, I forget his name. I think he, he was the mayor of Los Angeles at the time. So this is 2012, the Democratic National Convention that was reestablishing, among other things, Israel's right, the recognition by the Democrat Party of Israel's right to defend itself. President Obama recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and our party's platform should as well. Mr. Chairman, I have submitted my amendment in writing, and I believe it is being projected on the screen for the delegates to see. I move adoption of the amendment as submitted and shown to the delegates. A motion has been made. Is there a second? Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, the matter requires a two-thirds vote in the affirmative. All those delegates in favor say aye. All those delegates opposed say no. In the opinion of the, let me do that again. All of those. Now, let me explain what's happening here. Wow. (laughs) The, see, the polished Democrats that are accustomed to giving speeches, they know this is what happened is the delegates are saying the quiet part out loud. This was supposed to be camera, you know, even though it wasn't prime time. You're supposed to, okay, yeah, yeah, Israel has a right to defend itself. But what happened here is they just didn't realize that you're going to have so many of these Democrat delegates that voted no on this. Delegates. And he doesn't know what to do. In favor, say aye. All those delegates opposed, say no. I guess. <laughs> you've got a rule, and then you've got to let them do what they're going to do. Rule. I'll do that one more time. All those delegates in favor say aye. All those delegates opposed say no. 
In the opinion of the chair, two-thirds have voted in the affirmative. The motion is adopted, and the platform has been amended, as shown on the screen. Oh, wow. So he ended up clearly two-thirds did not vote in the did affirmative, not, but yeah. he just said that they did. He didn't know what to do, and you could hear the uh, whatever her name is, or I don't know the person that sort of is, I guess, there to make sure that the orders are followed. Yeah. It says you got to let them do what they're going to do if they're going to vote yeah. anti-Semitic. So this has been a problem within the Democrat Party. Yeah, and what, what, time, what year was that? Uh, 2012. Yeah. Yeah, 2012. Wow. All right, Christy Fulnecki, thank you. Well, that Appreciate was, it. That I know, great. I know. Thank you for Congressman Burleson joining us. It's a great day for America with a different speaker. That's right, it Amen. is. I know, crisis averted. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Not too early to start thinking about Christmas. Christmas idea for you. Garage experts. Whether it's for yourself or someone else in your family, uh, listen, it, it's not just a, a gift of fun, but it really does improve the overall quality and value of your home. Taking the garage and making it a point of pride, cleaning it up as well, just, you know, there's so much about it. But garage experts, as the experts they are, can explain all that to you. But inquire now about having that done. What a great Christmas gift that would be that complete transformation of your garage. Garage experts under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Uh, author of the Week, sponsored by ABC Books. Coming up in the next hour, News in 60 Seconds. I'm Nick Reed. This is where you-